0: So welcome back to The Expert Edge. I'm going to be doing a two-part series all around getting the most from this year. We're coming into the end of 2023. And I want to make sure you get the most from the year and then you extract those lessons and implement them into next year. And so part one today is all about learnings from this year. And then part two next week is about lessons you can implement for next year. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Not too long, pretty short. Uh, but really practical, really helpful. This might be one of those podcasts where you wanna sit down with a pen and a pad and actually take some notes. Or if you're just listening in the car or while you go for a walk, uh, just do the kind of work in your your mind. And I think it's gonna be a really nice reflection piece. So let's get into making the most from the year. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So let's talk about this year for you. Uh, it is the end of 2023, and it's a really good time to reflect on this year, have a reflection on how this year went for you. And this is what I know by the end of this conversation today, my goal is for you to walk away and no matter whether you feel like the year went really well or the year went really poorly, I know you're gonna draw a lot from it. Before I get into today's episode, I wanna just uh, do a quick highlight of one of the tools that for us has made a massive difference. Uh, I think if you are running a online course creation or coaching business, Uh, I've used a lot of tools and uh, platforms out there. And I think one of the problems is that a lot of people make too much complexity in their business. And for me, out of all the tools I've used, uh, Kajabi is my favorite tool. The reason why is it has great uh, delivery of emails. It has the most incredible user experience. It does literally everything you need, uh, especially, I mean, if you're, if you're under a million dollars, I genuinely think that's the only platform you probably need. Um, and if you're interested in in signing up to that, I've got a 14-day 14, 14 free trial. Uh, and you can just go to colinboyd.co forward slash Kajabi. And uh, you'll be able to get access to a 14-day free trial to test it out. I would so recommend it for you. Um, if you've got too many kind of platforms and things connected together and they're not working I I know for me, making that decision. I've been with Kajabi for about probably seven years now, and they just keep getting better. Like they're just phenomenal in terms of a platform, and I think there's few platforms that provide a robust solution that can really help you to grow and scale with simplicity. Uh so check that out. The link is in the show notes. Just colonboy.co forward slash Kajabi. So on that note of you know simplifying, on that note of you know, really kind of scaling up your business. I wonder how this year went for you because I know for me, I've been recently just kind of contemplating and sitting with this year. And I think it's so easy as business owners to, you know, kind of get to the end of the year and then just go, what's the next goals? What's the next thing? This first podcast, my goal is for you to draw the lessons or the learnings from this year. So if you can imagine this two part series, this first podcast is about looking back. And so it's looking back to get clarity so that you can look forward, so that you can look forward. I, I think it was last week I recorded a podcast about how to, how to basically have a positive, positive mindset all the time. And if you haven't listened to that podcast as well, I dive deep into perspective change and how to shift your perspective. And so we're gonna to touch on a little bit of that today, but that was a real deep dive. So definitely take take a listen to that if you haven't listened to that um, session yet. So I'm gonna take you through a few questions that I ask myself. This is like a reflection process that makes a big difference for me because at the start of 2020, sorry, at the st- at the end of 2022, I actually launched a mastermind. Now, I hadn't ran a mastermind for about, it was about three years. I'd ran a mastermind previously for two years. Then I stopped it for about about three years or so. And then I was relaunching my mastermind. But as I was doing it, there was something about it that just felt off for me. Like I was really just reflecting on what I was launching, uh, what it was going to look like in the year. And like, you know, like what my business would look like, what my life would look like. And it was it was one of the most challenging decisions I've made, which was cancelling the mastermind after I'd sold it. (laughs) So imagine creating a program. I think at the time we had about eight or nine people had signed up to the mastermind. Uh, They put down their deposits. I think it was about $30,000 each. So, you know, it was close to about $300,000 of, and that was just in the initial intake, right? I mean, I hadn't even, to be honest, I hadn't even closed the launch. It was about three quarters of the way through. And uh, I remember getting into it and just thinking, I don't think this is the right thing for me to do this year. And I went back to them. All the members were so gracious. Uh, I offered, you know, I would refund you the money. I'm sorry about, about, uh, offering it and pulling it out, but I just really have been wrestling over it and I've decided that I'm actually not going to run it. I'm going to focus completely on our elite uh, self from stage elite coaching group, which is my group coaching program uh, and really just serving my students there. And first of all, they were incredibly gracious about it all. Like totally, there was no issues at all uh, in fact, all of them took up a different offer, which I made. I made for them, so there actually was no refunds at all. Uh, but but I was willing to do it, right? Like there was no no problems with that. Um, but for me, uh, I really just reflected on, you know, what did I want for this year? What did I want for the year ahead? And and I did partly that as well because it was the end of last year, so it was like twelve months ago. It was the end of last year and I was going through that process of really working out what I wanted. And so as I reflect on that decision, I'm, I'm so grateful because I found in my life that when you free up emotional space, when you free up maybe drama, uh, you free up things in your life, it actually allows you to grow to the next level. And if I look back over this year, This year has been our biggest financial year ever. Um, And we've more than doubled our revenue this year. And, you know, if I look at it purely from a revenue perspective, I think I would have made less money this year if I actually ran the mastermind. And so it's crazy to think about that at the time I said no to a whole bunch of, you know, clients that had signed up to programs. Um, And it felt risky because, you know, integrity for me is incredibly high. Uh, It's paramount, right? Especially when I'm delivering my programs and I never want to deliver something that or sell something that I don't deliver on. And but for me, the highest integrity is even higher than the programs is integrity to myself. It's integrity to the calling and the mission that I feel. And so... Because that was a higher level of integrity, I went back to them. I said, "Hey, I made a mistake," uh, and like I said, they were so gracious, like so gracious. No one was funny at all. Uh, in fact, we've still stayed connected, many of them. And uh, because for me, it was about creating that integrity at, at the highest level. And so, as we do that, uh, I want you to take that intention into this conversation: the intention of of creating the highest level of integrity which is integrity with yourself it's integrity with the purpose that you feel on your life and delivering what you say is incredibly important in fact you know i've been running a coaching business for over 14 years now and i've seen many people come and go i've seen many people you know, skyrocket into an incredibly high high with their business and literally just explode. I think about like a rocket, you know, like try to break through the atmospheres and just implode. And I've literally never seen them again, right? And they were like a couple of years into the coaching business. And so I'm incredibly grateful for the gradual scaling that we've done and the infrastructure that we've put in place. And I feel like part of that has been this, this process of reflecting on the learnings, implementing you know new things each year um, and going for growth. But for me, my intention is not to always to double my business every single year. Um, my intention is to keep building infrastructure and to keep uh, growing the business in a sustainable fashion uh, that serves my lifestyle and serves my values, serves my, my family. And so, uh, yeah, on reflection of that, I want you to take that intention into it, which is that integrity to self. So the first question is this, uh, what worked well? When you think about this year over the last 12 months, I'd love you to take a minute and even as you're listening to this podcast right now, just do an inventory of like one or two things in your mind right now. But I I I would recommend you to take this podcast home and actually write out these questions and spend 20, 30 minutes just reflecting on these questions. So what worked well, right? This year, what worked well, I know for us, what worked well, really well for us has been building our team. Uh, We've made some incredible hires this year. Uh, We created a mini course, which is the conversion story formula. We've had over 5,000, around 5,000 members join this year. Um, We created what I call conversion events, which is a whole strategy that I've been helping our elite group coaching clients implement. Uh, they've been like the th- probably three biggest things and and Facebook ads, running ads have just worked really well for us um, where a lot of people have been struggling with ads sometimes, but it's just been pumping for us with ads better than we've ever done. In fact, better than we've ever done. So that's the first reflection was that you, I want you to think about what went well. Now I'm purely doing this from a business perspective at the moment, but I think it's great to also do it, do this from a, from a personal perspective, like what went well for you personally? What were the things that went really well personally, right? The second question is, what didn't go so well, (laughs) right? What didn't go how you wanted it? And obviously there's a silver lining to this, which is what was the lesson within that? um, Because there's always a gain. There's always, you either win or you learn, right? So there's there's always a lesson, there's always a learning. But what didn't go as well as you wanted? when you think about this year, was there a launch? I know for us, we did one one launch that didn't go as well as I wanted. Like it kind of like broke even. Uh, it was a smaller promotion that we did. And and I was like, and I actually decided not to run that promotion again. It was a lesson for us. It was a lesson of like what didn't work well, right? And what was the lesson that you learned within it? Maybe you made some investments that didn't go well. Maybe you made some relationships that didn't go well. Maybe you brought on clients that after bringing them on, you had a reflection of, oh my gosh, that, that didn't go well. In fact, it was interesting. I had a message on Instagram just the other day from a client, uh, sorry, it wasn't a client, it was a listener, uh, who had messaged me saying that, uh, the lesson that they drew from one of the podcasts recently was that, that they'd brought on the wrong client and they needed to let that client go because I've had to do that many times in my life. And it's been some of the best decisions I've made. Uh, and so Reflecting on what didn't go so well is really helpful because then you get a lesson of what not to do next time or how to adjust it next time, right? And it's actually in the valleys that define how quickly you rise to the summits again. In fact, those valleys, those challenging times really help you to go to the next level. So the second question is what didn't go well, right? So there's a positive and there's a negative, but in the negative, there's always a positive, right? And what was the lesson that you learned from it? Um, Another really cool idea that I like to reflect on is really just like revenue uh, and where did the revenue come from? Uh, so when you reflect on this year, uh, did your revenue go up or did your revenue go down? All right. So where did it go? I know for me, I had, I've had many years, like three or four years at a time where my revenue really plateaued. Like it was around, you know, it could have been like a couple hundred thousand dollars or eight. I remember- Around eight hundred thousand dollars. I sat there for ages. Uh, when I say ages, it was like two and a half years or so um, before we went beyond millions. And so, for I've had many times where I've had plateaus, which is totally fine. But it's more like just a reflection of where um, did your revenue grow or did it decline? And then the second question is where did it come from? Because if you can work out where it came from. Uh, You—that's where it's going to give you some insights, which is going to be the the part two of this podcast, which will be next week, which is around where do we need to double down on, like what direction we need to double down on. For us, our main revenue has come from two things: it's come from Facebook ads, so running paid ads, and it's come from affiliates, so getting really good affiliate promotions through podcasts. So one of the strategies I was sharing with our elite group uh, recently was um, I always get my elite uh, members to create what, what I call a mini course. And a mini course is like a small course that you can sell on the front end. It's usually you know, anywhere between $27 to $47. It's like a mini, a mini course, gives really cool value, builds credibility. And it's something that you can affiliate really easily on a podcast. And so for, for me this year, when I reflect on it, I've been on a few podcasts, whether it was Amy Porterfield, uh, Jenna Kutcher, and about I've been on like 40 other podcasts uh, over, the, over this year. And most of the time, including those bigger names, I was able to either promote or do an affiliate for, for Conversion Story Formula, which is our mini course, right? It's the, it's the place that, that majority of people start when they start their, their um, relationship with me in terms of paid, paid programs. And so for me, that was a reflection. And it's also a reflection of, I'm going to probably double down on that. Next year, like we're going to keep working on our ad strategy and our affiliate strategy with that with that specific thing. So that's the that's the that was the next focus around where the where did the revenue come from, right? So getting clear on that. The next area, enjoyment. What did you enjoy the most? What brought you the most joy in your business? For me, when I think about it, it was um, teaching. I love teaching, and so teaching. Either in other people's programs or teaching our elite group coaching program, uh, that for me has brought the most joy. I would say there has been a few specific uh, private clients that I've worked with uh, who where we've just seen in crazy results for them, uh, and that for me has brought me a lot of joy. And um, that's I would say that that for me has has been my my biggest enjoyment. Uh, in fact, we've just implemented from this lesson, I know that for me, I, I'm an extrovert, I love connecting with with clients and people, and we do this obviously a lot online and virtual classes and things like that and virtual rooms. Um, but we actually just launched a, we're going to be hosting our first in-person event for our our group coaching program. In April next year, and so we just announced that, and I actually just included that in the in the price of the program. So normally, you know, we a lot of my friends uh, charge extra for something like that, but I was like, I just want to include it, and so that's going to be a really cool community time. We're going to be hosting a live event um, for our elite group coaching program, right? So the question is, what did you enjoy? What did you enjoy? And uh, in that, In this question of asking what did you enjoy, it's also the other side is what what isn't in alignment with what you're wanting to build coming into the next couple of years. And so a lot of the time people say things like, oh, I want to stop doing as much one-on-one stuff. I want to get into group work, right? And that's definitely a big shift. I know for me. That was a big transition of of working out that distinction of moving from one-on-one to group. I'll give you an insight with that. One of the secrets to moving from one-on-one work to group work is you have to have a very clear person who you work with. What's most important with a group program is having a clear avatar, like a clear type of person that you work with. That is actually more important than having a clear message. In fact, you can have a general message to a very specific avatar. I'll give you an example. So, um, if you launched a life coaching program specifically for for financial executives, that would work. But if you launched a if you launched a um, finance program for everyone right? So, you, so it's like broad avatar. I'm going to launch a finance program to everyone. That's going to really struggle to work. Like that's going to be a real struggle to work. And so that's what I mean by you have to have a clear avatar. You're better off having a general message to a very specific person that will help you to launch a group program faster than anything out there. That's been one of the biggest distinctions and lessons I've found. And so for us, we have a very distinct avatar. It is coaches and course creators and speakers right? It's that, that kind of expert bucket. And then even more specifically, it's people who want to uh, use presentations, virtual presentations, live presentations, and automated presentations to sell their programs. Like they want to speak, they want to serve on a stage at some level. That's who our self from stage programs are for, right? And so the reason why our group program works so well is because there's a very specific avatar and there's even a specific outcome. And so the more specific you can get, the more powerful it is. So that's just a little insight into transitioning from one-on-one to group. Um, So maybe it's you want to work less one-on-one, you want to go more to group. Um, One of the things for us this year that has worked really well is moving to more automated webinars. And this is something I've been teaching a lot with our students as well, is moving from just live launches to more automated webinars. And I think once you've done a live webinar, three or four times and it's converting well, put it onto Evergreen. I think it's a really, really good process. I think I took way too long for that, probably like three years too long. Uh, but we, we implemented that this year and it has been a game changer doing more automated stuff. So that's been amazing. Another reflection uh, coming into the last two reflections has been what trends are happening in your industry. So in other words, what are the macro trends that you need to be aware of Uh, that are going to start to shift or are currently shifting the industry. And so if I think about the expert industry, live events are starting to come back quite significantly. So using some live, when I say live, I mean in-person experiences, I think is going to be important for uh, providing value, right? So that's coming more and more. Obviously AI, right? It's absolutely everywhere. So AI is becoming more prevalent. I definitely don't think it's there yet, but it's, you know, it's starting to get close in terms of what it can actually produce. So using AI to come up with uh, Facebook ad content, uh, ads, ideas, all that sort of stuff is really, really useful. Um, uh, let me have a look. What else I have? Shorter attention spans. Um, that's definitely a shift in the industry. So any short form content has been performing really well. Another thing, another trend has been um, many chats, so using direct messages uh, to either fill your webinars or to promote stuff. Um, direct messages have been a and with automated bots, uh, that's a huge trend and that's just picked up again. It, it, it started out many years ago, like four or five years ago, but the technology really wasn't there. There was a lot of crackdown on it, and then it's been imp- re-implemented and it's actually working really well. So. Uh, that's just some trends or reflections that I've made on what's happening in our industry, in the expert industry. But you want to think about your industry as well. Like, what are some of the macro trends, some of the beliefs that are coming out, some of the thinking that that's kind of happening in your industry? And the last one is leads. Where is your, where's the primary way that you're getting traffic? Because for me, leads are the blood flow of your business. And if you aren't clear on where you're getting your lead source, then your business is probably gonna struggle. And so I want you to think about where are you getting your leads from? And so, like I said, I think for, for us, uh, Facebook ads has been huge. Uh, Facebook, Instagram ads, many chat is a big one for us at the moment. Um, automated webinars have been huge uh, for us. They're kind of our three kind of main lead, lead strategies that are working really well and we're using with our students. So, but I want you to think about it for you. What's been working well and where do you kind of need to really adjust in terms of your, in terms of your leads? So, we've done some general questions like what's been most successful? What's been your lessons, your learnings? Where did your revenue go? Was it good? Did it go up or down? And where did it come from? Like, where were the, the streams that it came from? And even the products? What products uh, did that come from? And then enjoyment. What did you enjoy most? What do you enjoy least? And then some trends. Um, are there any trends you need to be aware of? And then for me, like leads, leads are the blood flow of the business. So where are the leads coming from, right? Where are they coming from? Being aware of that and doubling down on that. And so these are some lessons uh, when it comes to uh, reflecting on your year. Uh, I'd mentioned that we have our elite group coaching program. Uh, it's something that I do pretty much all my coaching in. So all my coaching, my attention is in our elite group coaching program. It helps people to implement uh, live and automated webinars and presentations to sell. Uh, If that's something that you're interested in, uh, happy to have a chat and just see if it's a right fit for you. You can go to my Instagram, just at Colin Boyd, and just send me the word elite, and happy to have a little bit of a chat and uh, see if it's a right fit or not. Uh, If it's not, I'll point you in the right direction. If it is, then we can have a further chat about that. So But hey, I trust this has been useful. I trust this has been helpful. I'm excited for 2024. It's going to be a fantastic year. And like I said, part two is coming next week, which is how do we plan the year based on these questions, these reflections? How do we plan the year so that we get the most from it? So bless you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of the Expert Edge and uh, we'll speak to you really soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.